Welcome to episode 22 of Rouge One, the Easter episode. Uh, Christ is risen. I don't know if you've heard about this guy. I'm holy disciple Kevin Yost. I am bunny disciple Ben Rogers. Oh, damn it. Uh, I'm... <laughs> Can we start that over? Missing his cue, Sud Sampat. I'm always last, so I always wait for Matt. This is the first time I've ever not been last. <laughs> no, we're keeping this in. Go. God damn it. I'm uh, watching this Easter Bunny beat the shit out of this homeless guy, <laughs> Sud Sampat. Um, last but not least, Matthew Gould. <laughs> Those reaction times are doing real great. <laughs> Sud always goes last, so what if this time he goes first? Sud, what did you get up to this week? Uh, I have roughly two minutes of content. <laughs> I didn't. Let's stretch it out over 45. <laughs> oh, let's do it. So I watched, I watched this bunny guy. Watch this bunny guy <laughs> beat the shit out of someone who seems homeless because he doesn't have shoes. Ergo, I assume he's homeless. Uh, Unless the bunny beat the shoes off. <laughs> Usually the shoes are the first to go when you get your ass beat. It just like gets uppercut out of his That's, shoes. It's never a good sign if you get punched and you lose your shoes. Uh, you know, that might be why the bike cop didn't do anything to the Easter bunny. Because he's just like, I don't want to mess with that guy. That bunny doesn't have any shoes on. <laughs> but then he... What? Did you mishear everything we said, Ben? No, don't worry about it. <laughs> I mean, I guess the Easter Bunny doesn't have shoes either, but I... All right, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> so I did that. Um, I went to see a amateur pro wrestling show in Seattle with my uh, new girlfriend, who's very lovely, but I, I didn't want to share with her my love of wrestling because that might queer the deal, um, <laughs> as they say. Uh, so you went with amateur wrestling? Yeah, like in some <laughs> buddy's backyard? No, it's so like, actually... It, so this is a local independent wrestling stable in Seattle called Three Two One Battle, and they generally. Oh, so you're not easing her in with just watching a guy in a rabbit outfit beat the shit out of somebody? <laughs> yeah. No, because she's like very socially conscious. I didn't want to watch her have her watch me take enjoyment of this Easter Bunny beating the shit out of a homeless person. But if The Rock dresses up as a bunny during a wrestling match, that's okay. Yeah, because that's fake. This was very real. <laughs> that's that's also true. <laughs> like, uh, but speaking of which, the lines between reality and fakeness definitely <laughs> got blurred during this uh, amateur wrestling night. So yeah, three, two, one battle is a local independent wrestling uh, group here in, in Seattle, and they were having their WrestleMania uh, this week or last week, I guess it'd be now, called Battle Mania nineteen at the venerated Showbox Theater right by Pike Market in Seattle. So I did not tell her anything about this because I wanted it to be a surprise and I also didn't want her to come. So I was just like, uh, you know, we're going to go do this thing. <laughs> she got... thought we were going to Shakespeare. <laughs> it's yeah. pornography. I was doing <laughs> pornography. This is a uh, room where we all beat off together as it's playing <laughs> in the theater. Uh, but... So we went to the show, and she looks at it, and she's like, this explains so much about you, and <laughs> you're the weirdest Renaissance man I've ever met. Which so was... that's why you have that belt. 
That would have been so good. Um, so we went to the show, and it was pretty great. It was, like, mostly comedic. Like, in the pre-show, there was this guy called Jesus Christ Jr. who looked like an even scrawnier <laughs> version of Jesus, and he, like, went into the ring, like, kneel, like as if he was, like, crucifixed. And there's, like, a single spotlight. And then he was, like, suplexing people. But he's, like, definitely, like, maybe Ben's height. Like, maybe. <laughs> you know? It's, like, kind of amazing. Like, so he's, like, super jacked, yet super scrawny and super short with, like, really long brown hair. So Jesus Christ Jr. was there. There was a group of furries, like, a furry uh, tag team outfit called the Big Cats. And the Big Cats were in the house. And, of course, their Ooh. tails were their weak point. So, like, this, like... <laughs> These wrestlers grabbed their tail. They just like freaked out, sort of writhing on the ground. It was very strange. And like also, a Saiyan. Like a Saiyan, yeah. The full moon came out. <laughs> uh, Saiyans are the original furries, which <laughs> actually makes a lot of sense now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but it was all good. And like, you know, she was having fun, I think. Uh, but at the end, there was the championship belt, and what they did is they hung it from the rafters of this concert venue. It's typically a concert venue. And so they had this belt hanging up like 50 feet in the air, and it's a ladder match, right? So they're putting up ladders, and they're fighting, and it is starting to get more and more brutal. One of the guys takes a chair shot to the face, and he starts bleeding everywhere, and then he leaves <laughs> and comes back, and like she's just like covering her mouth, and she's just like, I can't believe it. <laughs> The big finisher yeah. was this. Meanwhile, Sud's like, bring it into my mouth. <laughs> what? Like you're just, just on like the edge of the mouth. ring. Yeah, just like scooping yeah. the, oh, blood, scooping into the your... blood into my mouth. No, but I was going crazy. Wow. I was so excited. Um, but at the end, this thing even made me wince where this like guy took out a bag of tacks from underneath the ring, scattered the tacks <laughs> on the mat and then suplex someone onto the tax. There were tax there was blood everywhere. There were tax dotting his back. It was <laughs> awful. And like amateur wrestling. And I was just like gasping. I was just like, I can't believe this carny shit is happening in Seattle. Like <laughs> And I like, wanted to make the comparison when you first brought up amateur wrestling, but now it's just apparently what happened, uh that episode of Always Sunny when they put on the wrestling show for Ben the Soldier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, Frank trash, hits... <laughs> yeah, Frank hits... Uh, What's-his-face in the neck with a the trash, trash man. can. He just starts bleeding out. <laughs> oh, it's a gusher. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, like, not that far away from the truth. Don't you remember those late-night uh, commercials that was, like, backyard wrestling? Oh, yeah. And it was just, like, kids throwing each other off roofs. <laughs> Wait, that happened in Ohio? No, these are what just, bro? like... That happened never... everywhere. Yeah, you never saw these late-night advertisements? I always stayed up late for the porn. Like, not the porn. Yeah, but, well, this was, know. like, during it, in the middle of it. Oh. Okay. You just blacked out. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> like, honestly, the only thing I can think of when it comes to, like, late-night commercials is, like, you know, the... Sexy girls, like... Girls gone wild, right. But there was also, like, backyard wrestling. (laughs) It was just this kind of ridiculous shit. Yeah, man. But outside... It was outrageous. Um, But, you know, uh, we went to Vashon and had a great time. It's an island, like a resort island close to Seattle. So it was, you know... Damn, son. The highs and then the lows. (laughs) The highs being uh, wrestling, the lows being wine tasting and beautiful... 
Washington. Not wrestling. <laughs> not wrestling. Not watching someone get tacks all over their back. <laughs> yeah. You know, this scenic beach and this delicious port would go so much better if someone was throwing someone <laughs> off a ladder. This is true. This is true. Um, I watched some South Park. I got a lot of South Park, actually. Wow. Um, I haven't watched South Park like, in forever. What kind of South Park? Like, old, new, No, no. This is, like, kind of new. Like, this is, like, around the beginnings of, like, uh, PC Principal and, like, the beginnings of the <sighs> Donald Trump stuff, which is actually holds up really well, I think. There's an episode that they released, like, maybe three years ago, which is about gentrification and, like, Soto Sopa. And it's still so fucking funny, if only because, like, Seattle's, like, the epicenter of gentrification generally. And it's just so good. Is that when they try to take all the old people's licenses away? No. No. What does gentrification <laughs> mean to you, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> old people. No. I think he's thinking of octogenarian. Yeah. yeah, or geriatric. <laughs> I know the word I'm messing up. Okay, what is the word? What does gentrification mean? I honestly don't know the exact definition of it. Okay. What is a rough definition? Yeah. What do you think? Ben, if you just say you don't know it, I'll cut all of this out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just take it. Doesn't it mean like uh, like something influencing an area intently? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But what did that do with old people? Like I said, geriatric. Yeah, he confused the word geriatric. (laughs) Yeah. But then once you thought about it, you kind of got there, which is true. Yeah, I got there. It took some time, <laughs> but we got there. We don't have to cut it. Yeah. <laughs> <Yay>. uh, <laughs> um, but it's really good. And, like, I don't know. There's, like, a lot of episodes of late-era South Park that are kind of moving. I don't know if it's because I've gotten older or not. I did see um, randomly the one with all the scooters and Mr. Mackey freaking out. That was hilarious. With the scooters? Oh yeah, the 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 light like the the ones you can rent and like scoot around on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I really enjoy the running gag with Caitlyn Jenner running over people in their in her car. Back it up, back it up. <laughs> yeah, it's like so ugly. <laughs> uh, it's just like so awful. Back it up, back it moves. So stunning, so brave. <laughs> just run someone over um but i don't know like they just like take it it's so interesting like watching south park because it used to be that they were such libertarians and i thought that was like kind of cool when i was younger and i <laughs> now realize that being a libertarian just means you're an asshole you know and yeah. the thing is is that like they've really evolved their perspective as they've grown up it's kind of like harry potter and here's my thing with this okay so south park's like harry potter yeah kind of because like in harry potter like you grew up with those books and you're like growing up with the characters in harry potter and you feel and i think the writing gets better in harry potter oh in that in that sense yeah like and so like and it gets darker i mean like yeah you compare book one to book seven and like (laughs) the the level of maturity ages seven well, they start dying in book four, yes. but the level of like maturity ages really well with it where book one came out in like 2004, earlier yeah. than that, and then yeah. the last one came out in like 2007. Book one has to have been in the 90s, right? Yeah, it was 98, 99. School. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember sense. being in fourth grade. 
Sure. And it definitely existing. I remember being 10. Awesome. <laughs> Getting the I book. I do remember being 10. Yeah. <laughs> Not just like the whole year. <laughs> 11, 11, nothing. Blank, yeah. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> It's having a rough time. 12, in and out. <laughs> but 10, 13, perfect clarity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember 13. It's the only year. I'm like an idiot savant when it comes to 10. I remember 10 yeah. more than I remember yesterday. <laughs> Some would say I'm still 10. <laughs> um, but the thing with South Park is like, for whatever reason, it, it like my political views have evolved not maybe faster than I'd like to think faster than South Park, but I'm not sure. But like the, giant douche or turd sandwich. Well, that's what they used to say, right? Like that's like a really mm. shitty libertarian view, you know? Yeah. And now, like they're making an episode to legitimately apologize to Al Gore for making fun of him, you know? Yeah, I was <laughs> like, gonna say. I mean, that's true. a big yeah, one. Was they yeah, had an entire episode about how dumb climate change was? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, they are just like, okay, we're dumb. We're making this episode to apologize. And, like, yeah, they still kind of make Al Gore, but, you know, make fun of Al Gore. But, but now they made Manberry Pig real. So. Yeah. Which <laughs> I think is, is there. I think it's fucking cool, you know? Like, gentrification, yeah. like, I could imagine an episode, like, ten years ago where they're talking have about. Have any other, like, have any other shows apologized as an, as an episode? Like. I mean, when they killed Roseanne. What? <laughs> When they're like, oh, Rose, you know, when like Ro- Roseanne started being crazy. And but that's that still South shit, Park. And then they're like, yeah, she died. What? Just kind of, I don't know. So how is Roseanne <laughs> in South Park? What? Ben asked a question if there were any other shows that yeah, like. And you're yeah, and so you it. named a different part of the same show where they killed a character to apologize to her. Because <laughs> I I remember the episode with the Akira homage where they killed her. I'm talking about the show Roseanne. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's what. When, like Ben. Like in in real life, Roseanne the the real person said stupid racist shit yeah, on Twitter, yeah. and, so and then the in show response, in the but show they didn't apologized do by just killing her character. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like Matt got it I, right. I was saying that I don't know why Matt Ben said. I was it's under still the impression that it was the person. I don't know why anybody thought I was still talking about South Park. Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> I was, <laughs> was talking also about Roseanne. Clearly, the South Park episode where they killed. Um, Is she in a South Park episode where she gets killed? Yeah, she's confused <laughs> as she becomes absorbed in the Trapper Keeper no, episode. Yeah, is it Rosie O'Donnell? Oh. It's Rosie O'Donnell? Or... No, it's Rosie O'Donnell. No, yeah. Well, Bad think... pie. Bad pie. <laughs> sure. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> where I was saying Let's... before Ben cut me off and we went into this weird <laughs> segment, um, they have, like I could imagine 10 years ago that the episode about gentrification would be talking about, like, yeah, gentrification displaces people, but... You know, it really reinvigorates like communities, you know, like it provides wealth to communities. Well, in this one, they're like the the focus is squarely on Kenny's family and like how Kenny deals with it and how he's just like earning a job and he doesn't earn any money, but all the money he does earn, he just like goes to buy a doll for his sister. And it's like a really sweet, touching moment when like the Kenny, like Kenny's family can't afford to live where they have been living when mm-hmm. they gentrify the child. It's like a really interesting 
story. And I don't know, it makes me really appreciate how South Park's been able to evolve and makes me kind of annoyed that it's another show that I think is the most important animated show ever made or one of the most important shows ever made. Um, and my favorite show of all time, The Simpsons, hasn't really evolved past its golden years. And I don't hate the show like a lot of people do, but, you know, if you were to compare, like, there are, better, there are more good episodes of Futurama than there are of South Park, or I'm sorry, mm-hmm. of, of The Simpsons, and there's definitely way more better, uh, way more good episodes of South Park than The Simpsons. And that has to do with, like, production cycles and all that, but it's just sort of interesting to think about, and I'm, I'm glad I watched. It's been a while well, since I've I mean, watched Well, I mean, Simpsons... TV coined its own term like you know all the characters have been so flanderized they can't really grow anymore but i mean that's true of like all of these shows yeah but south park shows growth yeah but it's not from their characters it's like from the storylines they're telling Mm. like i mean the characters do interesting things like more interesting things than anything yeah i haven't watched in a while i can't imagine cartman has a whole shit ton of added depth I actually think he kind of does. Dep- not him as a character, but how he interacts with people. Like in the late mm. in the last season, there's a really great there's like there's a running through line. Like so, it's serialized now. I don't know if you knew that, Kevin. But like, yeah, that's yeah. an interesting thing. They I did, yeah. yeah, I started watching. I saw like the first half of the first season when they started doing that, and then just stopped for sure. whatever reason. Yeah. But, like, I mean, so, like, there's, in the last season, I think Carbon gets a girlfriend, or, like, maybe it was last year. Not last year, but like two seasons ago. But he gets a girlfriend, and he's, like, just so threatened by her, like, all oh the time. Oh, my God, he becomes so manipulated. And he becomes so, like, and it's just, like, such a great, I mean, like, Car- it's, like, such a great way to descri- describe, like, what gas like lighting is, you know? <laughs> like, and that's, like, mm-hmm. what that, like, that's what that arc is about. Like, what does it mean to be gaslit, you know? Like, what does it mean to be mansplained or mansplained um mm-hmm. it, it's pretty fascinating um how they do that i'm not saying all these episodes are great i'm not even saying that any individual episode is as good as you know say fat uh was it like fat head and pancake head or something the one with jennifer lopez oh yeah <laughs> fat button pancake head i think is what it is but whatever it is yeah. <laughs> or like wilziak Free Wilziak. Uh, <laughs> oh, f- oh. Like, like those are classic oh, episodes that always episode. they'll always stand the test of time, and like nothing's as good as that. But like the way they've God. serialized it, and like rewatching it, like a full serialized season, uh, really was just super impressive to me. Um, mm. We don't talk about comic books too much on this podcast, and that's just because I don't think we like to read. But I have been rereading <laughs> Saga. And I just caught up to the latest uh, trade volume. And if you guys have not been seeing Saga or reading Saga, it is one of the most seminal comic books. I think, like, we'll look back, like, in terms of, like, comic book and, like, even just, like, reading, like, literary stuff. Like, we'll look back at Saga as, like, a really pivotal pivotal piece of media. Um, And there's probably an amazing movie or an amazing TV show that could be made out of that comic book series. So if you guys are into it, I highly recommend it. I know Ben's read some of it. I bought him a, a volume. Me the first volume. Yeah, I bought you the first volume or something, and then. And I am I got I got hooked on it. I have the second volume. What would you say it's I... like, Ben? Like oh, fuck. It's really uh, not like anything, right? It's it's I... like like David Fincher did a whole lot of acid. <laughs> no, because it's pretty straightforward. Unlike a uh, you know. Unlike. 
Yeah, except for the characters and stuff. I don't know. It's like a, you know, it's like a space uh, Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> kind of. Um, I would say it's more like a, it's kind of like Star Wars in a way. Kind of, yeah. I think it's like really good. Uh, it's, it is really good. Um, <laughs> if you mix like Romeo and Juliet and Star Wars and like a lot of fantasy elements, like literal, like high fantasy elements, mm-hmm. you would get something like Saga. And it really, there's and really robot fucking. There's robot fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Prince Robot's one of the greatest characters ever made. Like no joke. Uh, he's so cool. Um, and yeah, it's just awesome. And rereading it made me really appreciate it more, and I can't wait for the eventual yeah, a really good, movie. It's a really good comic. Yeah. Cool. So, not a lot of like wow. video games. Actually, zero video game time. Uh, I'm really pumped for Endgame. But... <laughs> yeah, man. How's Hell it going to yeah. end? I'll be How's what going to end? About getting pumped How are they going to defeat Thanos? Uh, with They're going to whoop his ass. Uh, you mean having <laughs> Ant-Man explode out of his ass. You're correct. <laughs> I think something weird's going to happen. Like that? <laughs> <laughs> that would be up there for weird things. I like, really though, <laughs> we've entered a point in society where if we went in and that is legitimately how it ended, it like it wouldn't even be weird. It would just be a reference <laughs> to a meme that already exists. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, um, do you think they have I, to do I, that meme, right? I think they're going to address it in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I want just one slight nod or wink to it. Why don't we some... attack the butt? And then they look at the camera and wink. I think it might be that obvious where like, somebody says something to Paul Rudd like why don't you just shrink and then get inside him somehow and then like (laughs) they're gonna be like does Thanos race even have a butthole (laughs) (laughs) or he's gonna have the Thanos copter and like Ant-Man's gonna go into the exhaust pipe and blow up the Thanos copter (laughs) there you go so like a metaphorical asshole yeah yeah Do you think Thanos is gonna like take his double bladed um, sword and it's gonna make like that noise that it does in Yoshi's Island and he's gonna transform <laughs> Which one? into the doctor? Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, you know, mean the, I don't even know what sword into, like, you're helicopters and yeah. stuff. There's so many things in here. Do 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 do. That sound. <laughs> the baby's crying. Yeah. Is that what crying you're Mario baby? It's just the, the whole morphing into a vehicle thing. What? <laughs> yeah, Yoshi's Island. You transformed into, into like submarines and helicopters. Helicopter. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I always just remember <laughs> the babies crying. Frankly, yeah, that's good. Eighty percent of the game <laughs> haunting. Yeah, it's like the best Mario game, and yet it's also the most annoying. Maybe I should switch <laughs> it to my phone ringer. <laughs> Does anyone call you? Some people. <laughs> Name one. <laughs> Telemarketers. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> Help Ben save face. Call on someone. So. <laughs> Text message noise is the main one. Uh, hey, Ben. What else has your mom told you? That she loves me. 
<laughs> okay. And how did your week go after that? Uh, well, it went swell because I had the love of my mother in my heart. And that helped love. me deal with watching the movie Sicaro. Which one? The first one? Sicario. Sicario 2, yeah, Electric Boogaloo. Keep mispronouncing that shit. I don't think I don't think that's oh, actually. You're the... one to talk, Mister Bizarro Superman. Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, they pronounce both those words fine. Yeah, yeah but that's way dumber. <laughs> I can see someone saying Sigaro incorrectly, and <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Sigaro, <laughs> and that was very similar in spelling. Sicario is pretty fucking dope. I like this first one a lot more than the second one, but. Second one's really well. The cool. second one's like an action movie. Like, who yeah. asked for that? Yeah. Um, That's like, yeah, I'm really confused who... on like the the tone of the two movies is very different. Well, like Sicario Two is almost like jo- a John Wick vehicle for Josh Brolin and fucking <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's f- I, what's I his... do like the ending though to the second one. It is pretty good. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to give anything away because I do really want people to watch it. But like Benicio del Toro did not need to have a, his own like action movie vehicle. Like that's something you reserve for Liam Neeson or Keanu Reeves, who like don't have anything better to do. <laughs> hey man, Bill and Ted. Yeah. Oh, then, I can't uh, wait for that. You know, hunting down black people. So sure. they got their what? things going on. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you liked it? How many bends did you get? Yeah, I really, I, I liked it for as different as it was. It was really good. Come on, these bends. I need them. Hit me. <laughs> Give me the bends. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> this is definitely, this is definitely like an 8 out of 10 bends. 8 out of 10 bends. Yeah. Okay. And then I watched another movie, which only caught my eye by who was in it as like the starring role. And it's... It's called I Am Not a Serial Killer. What? Yeah, it's the name <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> I think I've heard of this, but I don't And I it, it, like, I don't care about anybody else in it. All I knew is Christopher Lloyd is in it. <laughs> he still does things? And it's, it's Christopher Lloyd, and it follows this one kid who has uh, serial killing tendencies. What? So he's got rules for himself, you know, smile, oh, you know, like say Dexter? nice things. Yeah, he's kind of like Dexter in that sense. But um, people start dying in uh, in this small, tiny town, and he's observing around. And then he uh, comes across, uh, he starts to suspect uh, Christopher Lloyd is the one murdering all these people. So he's got to like put together this way to capture him and stuff, and then it mm-hmm. takes a real dark turn, and it's uh pretty hilarious, and I'm pretty sure Christopher Lloyd just did this for a check, <laughs> but it is hilarious. It is it is B movie quality. It's I mean, pretty. I don't ridiculous. think any of us are gonna sit here and pretend like Christopher Lloyd is above <laughs> anything, right? It's just funny seeing him do this kind of the, doing this kind of role. How old does he look? He looks old, <laughs> like badly like put, like, old, like, or... like 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 late 80s. Oh, is he in his late 80s? He's 80. Oh, so he's like <laughs> he's like a few years, like five years older than he should look. You think, Ben? 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they sat him in the chair for makeup, but they may have just frizzed his hair up. <laughs> Why did you but, watch this again? Because I wanted to see what it, I wanted a scary movie, and I was just scrolling through, and I was like, "That's a title that's probably a scary movie." Okay. And I He's... ended up laughing more than being afraid. Like, was that the intent? No. But as soon as I as soon as I recognized Christopher Lloyd, I was like, "This is going to be a different kind of movie." <laughs> and it's pretty great. And then I, after watching these movies, and and later in the week, I decided to be like, "Hey, I've gotten pretty mm. good at Dragon Ball Fighters. I like using my fight stick. Let's get another fighting game because I'm so good at fighters." <laughs> and boy, did I quickly learn can how I, much. Can I put a pause in this, Ben? So we yeah. established a couple podcasts ago that you were ranked Super Saiyan. So did you get higher than that? Yes. Okay, what did you end up at? Frieza clan. <laughs> but isn't that still like in the lower 25th percentile? Yeah, but that's still up there. <laughs> <laughs> I still felt good about myself. And what what rank are you, son? Well, zero, but I'm not then saying I'm so good at Dragon Ball. Let me then try Street Fighter Five. I, yeah. I mean, far be it for me to speak for Ben. I took it as... At least somewhat sarcastic. <laughs> Was it? Well, I, I, it's not, it, yeah, it is not that high. And, but I felt pretty confident in my, like, I've gotten pretty comfortable with the controls. I understand these concepts now. Let's try to play the, the big boy fighting game. And I realized I am not a big boy. <laughs> I am not ready for, for this game because. Would you say you're like, a babby? Very much so. <laughs> like, the, Dragon Ball Fighters holds your hand so much in comparison. I Are they the same game at all, though? Like, I mean... No! They're really not. <laughs> then, like, but, like, I don't... I guess, I mean, my question is actually, like, do you think that... Okay, here's a, here's a hypothetical for you, Ben. Um, and I just I don't know fighting as well as you do, so I'm really curious. If you saw the best Street Fighter V player and you saw the best Dragon Ball Z Fighters player, would you say that one of those was a better fighting game player than the other? Uh, before I started playing, uh, before I started playing uh, Street Fighter, I would say the Fighters guy. But now that I've actually dove in and see the mechanics and everything of Street Fighter, I would say. A competent Street Fighter player is much more is much more skilled than uh, a person of equal level of fighters. Okay, sure. Yeah, like fighters is such a baby mode in comparison. Yeah, it has auto combos. Yeah, Literally. well, that's one thing that has auto combos. It I has guess, a lot but of if we're like... talking about the top of the tier, nobody's fucking using auto combos. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can't very apply true. your raw Ben's at Frieza too. Clan and isn't getting away with auto combos, I can <laughs> pretty yeah. much tell you that. Yeah. But, um, like, the precision on, uh, the precision and how being right is so much more prevalent in Street Fighter than it is in Dragon Ball Fighters. So, mashing buttons isn't going to help you 
in Street Fighter. Hitting the buttons precisely when the frame requires you to is, is what that game's about, rather than with Dragon Ball, where you can get away with hitting five A's because it's like the game registers as you hitting those five A's, so it'll go through that. Cool. So, like, it's so So, it's like, when you so hit crazy. five A's, it kind of syncs them up and will do five, yeah. like, punches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, if you hit, it'll only register at what's going on right then and there. So, you can mash all day, but it's not gonna keep going. Yeah, until that punch animation finishes, it's not gonna do a yeah. second punch. Yep, exactly. What character are you playing as? Laura. Who's Laura? Matsudara. <laughs> She is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu artist. Is she in the canon before? No, she's new for five. Is she considered, like, top tier? No, she's actually <laughs> considered low tier. Maybe that's why you're having such a hard time. That's my boy. <laughs> that's the problem. I'm not using the bro... I'm not using the OP. That makes sense to me. Like, I don't know. Like, you- Yeah, you should just start playing Akuma. Like I told you. <laughs> Or you could play Blanca yeah, I, and be hated by everybody. That's very true. <laughs> and do some sick moves and dash and fade behind people and then wah, wah. Is Blanca that's still a, looking for revenge, Ben? I don't know. <laughs> I just remember him just being an angry beast. But that's that the thing mean. I never got because like Blanca was mad all the time, but like mad against whom? It was an accident. Like it <laughs> like, <laughs> like Well maybe he can't control that now because he's a crazy monster. <laughs> but he's except he clearly fucking... can he just like hangs out with Sakurai at the mall. That's why he has that fucking <laughs> awful Domokun outfit in Street Fighter. See, I don't even I don't watch any of the plot. I don't know any of the plot, or but like some of those interactions they have are just like the characters have just become characters they can put in weird scenarios. Like they haven't. There's like, really no central plot. Yeah, there is. I mean, the fighting tournament, but that's other than that, they they can put them wherever they want as long as they're it revolves around two characters interacting with each other in some facet. Like, okay, but that's true of all fighting games. That's fair. <laughs> in a yeah. fucking broad enough context. <laughs> yeah. So, you have no insight as to Sakurai working her part-time job at the mall with uh, Blanca wearing a Domokun outfit? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Or like, or like, Guile having a hot dog with Blanca. <laughs> or something <laughs> ridiculous. Well, that would kind of make sense, because like, Blanca was Charlie. Well, there you go. See? <laughs> I don't even know. Great, Ben. Not even, like, yep. the basest thing. Yeah, Ben just goes in and punches. He doesn't... <laughs> he doesn't care about the lore. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Did you know there was a movie, know. Ben, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme? <laughs> I do know that. You could watch that and maybe and, get uh, filled in uh, with something. <laughs> yeah, next week I'll let you guys in on the Street Fighter lore. Please do. Through the movies. Through the movies. Wasn't, there, wasn't there one that came out like two year, like recently, like The Legend the of Chun-Li or something? Yeah, yeah. The Legend of Chun-Li. <laughs> sure did. Spinning star <laughs> kick. What That's else did you do, Ben? That's really all I did. I watched uh, I watched Kong. If you if you still want me to go, is it good? Kong I've never Skull seen it. Island. I watched Kong to spite 
uh, Matt, I was like, what is Godzilla's greatest enemy? And I was like, it's gotta <laughs> it's be Kong. It's definitely not Kong, it's Ghidorah. Really? Because I saw Kong I... fucking kill Godzilla in that movie. He got electric <laughs> punches. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was pretty good. Um, it it was ridiculous. Um, it was pretty ridiculous. I will be honest. At, <laughs> for the first part of the movie, I was like, "When is Jack Black gonna show up?" <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> the, those movies are like decades apart. <laughs> no, but Ben, shut like... up. We don't want to talk about this. Let's talk about the Peter Jackson King Kong movie <laughs> and how it's really good. Uh, really? That movie is fucking like four hours long, and it feels. Is that the one? Is that the one? Matt and Carrie dude... watch the whole thing on a cell phone. That's the one with Jack Black. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Is that the one where the guy gets eaten by all those slugs too? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, I did not see that one, but I did think Jack Black was going to show up in this. So you just. Wow. Okay, so you just assumed Jack Black was in this movie even though you had no idea Jack Black was in the old other one? No. That's the thing. I I, I confused them. I was like, (laughs) is this the one with Jack Black in it? You should did you think you were maybe watching Jumanji? Yeah, me (laughs) I knew I was watching Kong, but I didn't know where Jack Black was showing up. (laughs) Well, I remember years ago, back in high school, accidentally going to see The Illusionist instead of The Prestige. <laughs> but I understand that. They came out at, like, around the same time. <laughs> yeah. And they're both magic people. Like, they're both magicians. <laughs> this both has right? giant gorillas. They're both so... John C. Riley and Jack Black are pretty equal in terms of what kind of character they play. No. <laughs> yes. Jack Black has got way more range than John C. Riley. What? That is not the <laughs> direction I would have assumed you would have taken that opinion. Really? <laughs> John C. Riley has less range than Jack Black? Uh, yeah. John C. Riley was in, like, Gangs of New York and... <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, oh, ballot tough. Stuff. Check it out. <laughs> what is Jack Black's great range of <laughs> acting? He's got his YouTube channel. He's in Brutal Legend. Yeah. Have you seen How Jumanji? Are... <laughs> He's in Jumanji. He's in the Kong no, movie. No, honestly, though, like, have you seen You Jumanji? naming a bunch of characters is not <laughs> no range. <laughs> yeah, he's in a video game. He's on a YouTube channel. <laughs> Tropic a... Thunder. He's got his he own band. That's a huge successful... range. Gaming channel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an acting. You guys are gonna range. give me a fucking aneurysm. <laughs> but it was a good movie, and I enjoyed it. I Did feel you like stay for the end credit scene. Oh no, I didn't. Does it fuck have... off? Stay for the. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. It's connected to the whole uh, kaiju universe that Legendary is doing. Okay. Whoops. Does, like, does Godzilla no, do they no. make reference to Jesus. a Godzilla or something? No. Yes, ben, did you does. know anything about this movie oh going in? No. <laughs> the organization like... Monarch that is in Kong Scar Island is the same organization that follows Godzilla in the Godzilla movie that came out in 2014. 
Boom. Like they're connected. It's a interconnected <laughs> cinema universe. Okay. Oh, fucking! I don't care about Godzilla or King Kong, and I was aware of this. Put the gun down. I get it. <laughs> okay, I get it. I'm, I'm sorry. just baffled by the level of information you apparently <laughs> went into this movie with. <laughs> I'm going to see a Kong movie. Yeah, you just typed "gorilla movie" into Netflix and hit play on whatever <laughs> came up first. <laughs> It's kind of what I did. <laughs> like, it's whoa, like, that's a big monkey. What's going on here? Yeah, I was like, Kong, that, that's a monkey. Dude, what's happening? Where's Jack list? Black? It's, it's like the 1920s King Kong movie, Megilla Gorilla. <laughs> Grape ape. King, like the red ape Santa from fucking uh, Aqua Teen. Aqua Teen. Yeah. <laughs> So like yeah, a, I just I just did a lot of stuff apes. blind this week. Apparently, <laughs> the Planet of the Apes movies like it just so happened to landed on it. Man, this movie's kind of dark. I wonder how Jack Black's gonna be portraying it. <laughs> sure, there's a Jane Goodall documentary about chimps in there. <laughs> in the list, damn oh, dude. But that's that's all I did. Well, Ben, good thing that you can actually go back to Netflix or wherever you watched it and watch those end credit scenes if you so desired. Or just look it up on YouTube. Or that. Probably go with that one. But I'll probably get distracted with bunny-based fighting. Just watch that on loop. My cookies. That's all I'm going to get now in my recommended. (laughs) Kevin, what did you do? (laughs) Jesus. That was <laughs> sitting here waiting you on the be call. Ready for it. Yeah, fucking <laughs> came at me a lot faster than I was expecting. <laughs> uh, I also sure didn't play a ton of video games. Um, so, Nani? <laughs> uh, I played some more Elder Scrolls Online. I don't really have a lot more to say about that than like I haven't said the last couple weeks. It's still That's good. I'm still it enjoying it. Yeah. How many cabins uh, is it? Give me the cabins. I. Like a seven out of ten, Kevin's. I mean, especially given the fact that I paid ten bucks for it. Yeah, how many how many suds was the wrestling? I'm not giving you my scale. We're never gonna get the suds. (laughs) It's not gonna be for amateur wrestling. That's that's for damn sure. Wait, so Kevin, I have a question. Um, Mm -hmm. So for the Elder Scrolls game, oh, so for your no, sorry, for your scale, does value influence your scale at all? Uh it factors in some amount. It's not like the biggest thing. Sure. But like if I had paid $60 for it, I don't know that I'd give it seven. Maybe like three cabins. <laughs> it wouldn't drop that low. The but... fact that it was $10 certainly helped. What if it was $5? Would it go up to eight cabins? Oh, man. <laughs> no, probably. I mean, at $10, fucking I make enough money at this point that $10 and anything below is all essentially the same Whoa, amount of money. Oh, Mr. Moneybag. <laughs> yeah, wow. I didn't know you could just throw away a foot-long sub that easily. But... Two! Two foot-long subs. Sometimes I go, like, a few days with only $10. <laughs> someday, someday's Matt seasons water. Uh... <laughs> Uh, this week on our politics cast, we we talk we we bridge rich and poor. We talk about gentrification, the money we about, income we talk about the money gap. inequality gap, and how to live on ten dollars a week. 
<laughs> the oppression Buy of giant two gorillas. Long subs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking i mean they tie them up i haven't seen skull island i assume they do the same things to kong they've done for 80 years yeah. no no he kind of like just gets himself tangled up <laughs> that's the reference <laughs> that's the big innovation uh, like, what if he gets like, stuck oh. on his own <laughs> yeah, we'll what if he climbed down a building into the center <laughs> of the earth but instead of swinging at planes he's swinging at submarines <laughs> uh, something else I did I went back and just because I was looking for something to have like on in the background then ended up watching because I forgot how good they both were I went and watched uh Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, and C Lab Twenty Twenty One. I want to go back classics, and watch C Lab again. Classics. Yeah, though I I have to say that uh, Harvey Birdman holds up better than C Lab does. You're saying that White Debbie is not a great joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking. Although I will also say the Bizarro episode of C Lab is better than anything <laughs> Harvey Birdman does. And that's probably why Matt keeps calling him, why Ben keeps calling him Bizarro Superman. Because <laughs> all of the characters are Bizarro Stormy and Bizarro yeah. Quinn. Bizarro, Bizarro. Well, I love you, bird. Bizarro. <laughs> yeah, Bizarro Stormy. episode that ends with the like, clone gladiator yeah. thing. <laughs> Doppelgangers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell that to Queen Doppelpopolis. <laughs> As long as they don't uh, touch mustache. You're what? Mustache. Like, <laughs> part of the issue is that, like, C-Lab just is not nearly as good as when uh, Captain Murphy uh, uh, right, right. leaves press because... Press F. Yeah. <laughs> because the voice actor died, and so, like, his son took over, but uh, Tornado Shanks just <laughs> isn't nearly as good a character. Uh, like, there's a reason that when they did the like quote-unquote crossover episode in archer that the only character that showed up was <laughs> captain murphy uh but uh harvey birdman is fucking solid all the way through like even when stephen colbert leaves like <laughs> the rest of the cast yeah <laughs> is still <Dangly> parts <laughs> like absolutely just perfect all the way through and i have not I watched how hard uh Phil Can Seven is referencing that he's leaving for the Colbert Rapport. Yeah, I'm I mean going the to bus better and better gets, thing. The bus he gets hit by says, "Watch the Colbert Report." Well, the the billboard behind him also says, "Watch the Colbert <laughs> Report." It's everywhere. Um, I have not watched Harvey Birdman, Attorney General yet, uh, but I know that came out last year, and I now I'm prepped. Yeah, I am like. It it worries me for watching it because that feels like something that should have gotten a fair amount of attention, uh, and the fact that like it just kind of came out and nobody talked about it. I loved uh, all those old Adult Swim plugs when they had the guy in the Harvey Birdman suit just running around. I mean, that yeah, was just parts of the show, that? but <laughs> like I think the first episode has them have a guy run around in a Harvey Birdman outfit with a giant. Uh, can of uh, Mr. Pib. 
No, it's RC Cola. <laughs> You're talking about the guys who used to just have a guy in a space ghost costume go run around like random towns and stuff. And like play in playgrounds. Yeah. For like the space ghost coast to coast bumps. It was like the classic era of Adult well, Swim. Uh, adult Swim, yeah. All Everybody kids get out, out of the pool. pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's like yeah, space ghosts, like themed home movies, like Adult Swim, yeah, Cowboy Bebop. Would it actually like made reference to its name claim? <laughs> its name claim. They always yeah. had the. They always had those like. <laughs> they always had all those old people just sw- like doing all sorts of swimming exercises. Yeah, I never got that. That was so weird. <laughs> I mean, fuck! Swim. Did you never yeah. go to public pools? No, and like. I'm a person of color. Well, I was... wasn't allowed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what adult swim was. All the oh. kids had to get out for 15 minutes, and then like and then all the of the geriatrics would get in and do their like stretches. I think it'd be the gentrificationists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's gentrification. Gentrification <laughs> in the pool. Well, and that's and why you, you never would saw go adult and swim. get you would go and get sour straws and nachos and eat and wait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last thing I did is play the game I haven't played in a while, Tron 2.0. Two. Why did you want to play Tron 2.0? I did want to play Tron 2.0. But why? That's why I did. Because he has the special edition. I don't. <laughs> so, one thing that uh, I discovered that struck me as incredibly stupid is when this game came out, which was really, like, it just... I don't know what spawned it because it came out like 20 years after Tron did and well before they started talking about doing a sequel. Then what's, the, what's just the, like, the Tron game where you have, you've, you've got that little uh, statue. I think it's from the movie. Is it not from the movie? So this is not the movie game. There was a game that came out around the same time as Tron Legacy called like Tron Ascension. Is it's that not the one Ascension, you got? Special edition? Oh, yes. Okay, uh, yeah, because I yeah. knew you had, like, a little light cycle figure, and I thought you got that from a game. Yeah, I did. And I, okay. I got that only because the special edition with that little light cycle thing was on sale for $15. It's <laughs> just like, fuck it. <laughs> nice. Wow. I uh, like it hilarious a, is that, like, I would not be surprised that was light cycle as part of, like, a WoW special edition. Like, given, like, the <laughs> way that mounts are going in that game. It's like, fuck it, here's a toy of the Tron legacy from the WoW mount. Like, yeah, that sounds about right. But, but so, yeah, Tron 2.0 came out decades after mm-hmm. Tron did and almost a full decade before Tron Legacy came out. And it just came out because, fuck it, I don't know, they decided to make it. Um, And so, looking stuff up about it, the most confusing thing is so, Tron 2.0 came out for PC. At the same time, they released a game called Tron 2.0 Killer App for the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Yeah, and so it was just a smaller side story. It wasn't even, like, a recreation of the same story. Uh, Then, like, a year later... They released Tron 2.0 for the Xbox with some, like, extra content and some, like, minor patches and stuff. And called that Tron 2.0 Killer App. So there were two games for two different systems called Tron 2.0 Killer App. And now, 
like fans of the game have done uh, mods to add some of that content into the PC version of the game All and just called you. yeah and just called that mod Tron 2.0 killer app <laughs> so that name now refers to three separate things Goodness. Um, <laughs> but so uh, if, I, if you're ever going to play it I definitely download I definitely recommend the killer app mod because it adds <laughs> 16 by 9 resolutions Otherwise, you're playing it, you know, like 800 by 600 is. So, one is this of the, the killer app mod for the killer app game? It's the killer app mod for the base game. Is there an app for the killer app mod for the? <laughs> yeah, is there a is there a mod of the killer app? Trompoy, no, I know called killer app. <laughs> no, is there one called killer apps? <laughs> is there no, one called not killer asp? <laughs> Um, it's just a snake with Kurt Russell's face on it. Digitally, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like I remember, <laughs> I remember really enjoying that uh, game when I like played it initially. Uh, played it initially, and playing it again, like it holds up really well because of the fact that, like you know, you're mostly in the computer world, so the somewhat dated graphics don't hurt it too bad like everything's fairly square blocky anyway <laughs> uh, i really enjoy this the like systems of it because you have like these mods you can make to yourself and different actions will like increase your version number which effectively is your leveling system to uh you know gain stats and whatnot uh the story isn't anything to like write home about. Is it canon? It's, no. So it, I was hoping it would be when they announced Tron Legacy. And it's funny to me because in Tron 2.0, you play uh, Bruce Boxleitner's character's son, Jet. And so, like, that's the whole thing. You play as his son, he gets trapped in the you know, computer world against his will and has to do a bunch of stuff to save everything and get out. Tron Legacy was just like, fuck that story. This time you're going to watch a movie about Bruce Boxleitner's character's son, Sam, who gets mm -hmm. trapped in the computer world and has to do a bunch of stuff to save everything and get out. This sounds absolutely it's... terrible. <laughs> I just don't understand why... Straws why they both decided to go with uh Alan whatever's son cuz but... Jet is such a badass name <laughs> but it's just like you could have just like fucking I'm sure Flynn had you could have easily given uh Flynn like a uh fucking son <laughs> why can't he have a daughter yeah, or that. Fuck it. I don't. <laughs> you have to wait for the reboot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I've been enjoying it. It's uh, it's not too dated. In how long of a campaign is it? It's like fifteen hours. Oh wow. Yeah. And there's like a whole bunch of like, because you can like find emails and different boxes and stuff to find out stuff that happened between the movie and the game. And so it's just fun little stuff. They have a couple, you know, light cycle races, which is had to happen 
You're not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I you love can't have a that... strong game without that. Yeah, I love that. Uh, you have different weapons in the game. Uh, like one is obviously the disc that you throw, but then like one of them is that you take the light cycle stick and just like break it in half and it becomes a taser. And then another one you can find is the light cycle stick, except it just turns into a sniper rifle <laughs> for <laughs> so very little level. explanation. It just does. Well, there needs to be a sniping level. Yeah. We've, we've equipped your motorcycle with a sniper rifle <laughs> as the handle. But yeah, so that's been fun. So is Matt, it, how many cabins is that? Uh, Get some suds like from seven, him first. Six no. or seven. <laughs> Stop giving away your cabins. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it sound like you're jizzing everywhere. It's yeah. a finite resource. <laughs> you only have so these many cabins around. <laughs> Eventually, you'll be out of cabins. It'll just be you. Then you nothing. You'll feel nothing when you watch anything or do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be I'll just way. brand it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Commit so yourself Matt. to a wheelchair. <laughs> Let's get some mats out here. Oh well. Um, yeah, how many mats were anything you did this week? <laughs> a few. Um, <laughs> he's much more conservative with his bats in terms of gaming um, I did make some progress in Sekiro as in I beat the one guy who has been killing me for hey! the, past week. <laughs> the one yeah and um, I, I, I made it not very much farther before the next like things started beating the shit out of me and I can't continue. <laughs> so we'll see where that takes me next week if I'm able to beat this guy or not. That's basically the game. <laughs> Is this how we're measuring progress? Uh, and then I got a little bit further until so something else beat the shit out of me. Tune in next week. <laughs> Matt describes every From Software game. I don't even think I've made it to like, an actual boss yet. Just wait. <laughs> yeah, like... So well, like, you did. You beat the one boss. I don't even know if he was a boss. What? <laughs> if you he get a prayer help. bead, it was a boss. Did you get a prayer bead? I think so. <laughs> then yes. You did it, Matt. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, the game... I don't know. It feels like it doesn't really necessarily... If it's explaining things uh, in a great detail, I'm not paying attention. So, do you guys feel like this game... Okay, so it's really good. I'll say yeah. that. Um, but it, How many sets would you give it? Uh, zero yeah, sets so far. Trick you. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> you'll soon understand my scale is very... not is, is not really 1 to 10. Um, <laughs> Sud has a very Trumpian view where it's like a battery. He can only give out so many before he dies. Yeah. That's why I just keep eating fish fillets. Um. But like, it feels rushed compared to the other From Software games. You know what I mean? Well, I think 
didn't they have? Well, it's definitely um, kind of like are they more streamlined? In like, this game, which, wasn't it under a different um, publisher? What does that have to do with anything? Like they were forced to rush it because of their uh, their shipper or whatever. But like, uh, Software is the most successful Japanese game studio of like the modern era. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like in this one they ran into some. I remember reading that they ran into some things that they where they did have to uh, like cut their deadline. They wanted to take longer. Okay, well, I don't know anything about that. I'd love to read more. Um, I'll see if I can find the article for but, you. But like something like Dark Souls or like Bloodborne, they have like such a variety of enemy types and environments. And the way that Sekiro is constructed, it doesn't really allow for that. But then it also makes it feel like it's rushed, if that makes sense. Um, it's well, sort of I feel like, like the areas are like, are I mean, obviously the game is more vertical for you know grappling hook purposes, but um, I feel like in general, just like you know where you're supposed to go and the and the areas are you know condensed. <clears throat> it does feel very tight. That's true. Which is cool, but I also don't think that the art direction's as good as the other games or. Like, the actual ma- gameplay mechanic, like, the gameplay is incredible, and it's, like, it is really tight. So every time I, like, look, especially, like, as I watch, because, like, Brian's beaten the game several times over, and I actually walked in, and he's playing the game again. Um, <laughs> he's obsessed with it. He really likes it. But uh, Yeah, that's all Brian's been doing. But, like, and I, every time I look at it, it's, like, I can't tell that he's in any different area, you know? Whereas, like, in Bloodborne, like, the game changes so drastically, and it feels like there's so much care mm. and time put into it. And it just doesn't feel that way with this one. It's kind of is a bummer, I think. Do you feel well, like... Well, I think, yeah. I think... Ben? Well, in lieu I would have to see if I get... That, how, you get... You know, you when get, I get further. Yeah, you'll get... You get timed changes which is nice like you get a day night cycle awesome (laughs) snow and stuff the wonders of modern gaming (laughs) Um, I also um, after I got frustrated with Sekiro I um, booted back up uh, Red Dead 2 I decided I'm gonna um, finally beat the epilogue through and I've just been kind of taking my time with that because it's it's a bit it's good. Nice peaceful game. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> how peaceful it is! Yeah, <laughs> just run around, murder a whole town. That's um, not, from what I understand, that's not really what that blog's like. Yeah. No. Um, but I'm interested in finishing it finally. Uh, and but that's about it for gaming. I, I didn't really do a whole lot of gaming this week. So do you beat Red Dead, right? Uh, not quite. I'm like I have maybe an hour left. Jesus, I I'm kind of amazed that none of us have beaten it months after it came out. I mean, I so many other games it, bombarded us. But like for me, I, I guess. I, but sorry, go ahead. I mean, yeah, you and Matt just fucking gushed over it forever. I yeah. Know. It's awesome, but then eighty. Yeah, it's in. a heavy. It's like a. It's a big and heavy game. Like that's the thing. Like you know, Matt said some highfalutin bullshit, which I won't repeat here. But <laughs> the the thing is, is that it is like a, a game I've never played before, and it feels like I'm reading like a really good book. 
And I, I really like taking my time with it. Like, it's really nice to come back and just, like, play for a few hours and, like, think about it and then come back to it. I just... It is baffling. I totally agree with you, Kevin. I never thought there'd be a game I like so much that I don't want to end. And I'm very happy taking my time to play through. And it, none of it really makes sense. But it does for this game with me, for whatever reason. You know, and I'm, I'm when I do beat it, which I think will be, you know, sometime soon, I hope. But, <laughs> like, I just, every time I played it, I've always really, really enjoyed it. And I enjoy it more and more the longer spells I take in between playing it. And I don't, like, generally, if there's a game that's like that, there's something wrong with the game. There's nothing like that that I can think of. Yeah, it's very unique. You know what it kind of oh. reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of, um, like, The Witness. Do you guys play The Witness at all? No. The Witness is really beautiful, and, like, it's all puzzle-based, and you can go there. Oh, you know what's better? A better comparison? You guys play all, all play Flower? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Flower's like this, where, like, Flower, you can spend, a, like, a lot of time just, like, being a flower petal in the wind. And, you know, you just, like, sort of <laughs> hang out, you know, and like experience things and like you can beat like these levels but that's not really the point you know and like the way that the story evolves in red dead that i would say like the first three fourths if not like four fifths of the game are really propulsive and then something happens to the gang generally and to arthur specifically and i mentioned this a few podcasts ago now i think that just makes you want to take your time with everything and it's just like feels like that's like what the game is now it's like it's all leading to this like really long drawn out conclusion like the way that matt was describing it and he's kind of right is that it's like it's really propulsive and a lot of stuff's happening and it's like a huge like movie-esque crescendo but on the other hand all the quiet moments feel like you should take your time with it or you're playing the game kind of wrong i don't know matt Mm -hmm. do you agree with me there yeah to an extent (laughs) How many mats? What's the extent of mats? I don't know if I can make that a, a comparison <laughs> that you want out of it's that. It's unquantifiable. <laughs> I mean, but. the 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 grading systems are to grade things. This is just like an impression. How are you grading the impression of something? The length of mat. What? What? <laughs> Based on how how tall he is. <laughs> how tall are you, man? Okay. Um, like five nine. Okay. Pretty. So, how, how many mat lengths do you agree with me? <laughs> um, I'm really confused right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm just gonna like subject off of Red Dead, and um, I'll talk about the things that I watched. So, um. How many times Finally, did you watch the Star Wars teaser? Um, I watched it quite a few times. It's good. Um, I don't really want to talk about that though. But okay. um, <laughs> can I have a question? I have a question about this teaser though, Matt. Can I ask that? Sure. Is it your favorite teaser? What's your favorite Star Wars teaser? You think? Oh man. Um. <laughs> so I really like the first one because it's so so silly and it like What's doesn't reflect. One? For, like, the first, like, for Star Wars. Like, the one that came out in 1975. 
Okay, like the tra- wow. yeah because it does it's Jeez. so silly and it doesn't really reflect what the series becomes at all and like i just mm-hmm. love the ending where it's like a story about a boy a girl and space <laughs> it's just like it's so campy so it's portrayed the, as like a romantic comedy it, it's like it's yeah. it's like a grindhouse Oh, like trailer. Oh, wow. like, is it's it hilarious. The, is it the trailer equivalent of the original Mega Man box art? Yes. <laughs> what an odd way to describe things, but I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, but um but in terms of like actual trailers, um um I really like the uh the one they did for um Force Awakens that ended with like Chewie and Han and like we're home or whatever. But um you know, they're all pretty good, I guess. <laughs> the conclusive Great. The Phantom yeah. Menace trailer is really good actually. You got him going, son. He's just gonna say them all if you don't stop him. I don't understand why you've even seen all the all of these trailers, let alone are familiar enough with them to rank them in any sort of way. I can replay them in my mind. (laughs) Matt Stark, do not like test Matt Stark. You know, Super Saiyan Rose. uh, Palpatine, roll it again. Um, but, who's uh, your favorite Palpatine actor the, the only one <laughs> I mean, there's the voice actors I mean that's I mean, like, yeah I can't I mean whatever uh, and I why don't... is it Mike Stoklasa uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so in, in this week's episode, which one of your testicles looks most like Palpatine? (laughs) They're pretty symmetrical. So they both do. Matt, if you keep answering these questions, (laughs) they're not going to (laughs) stop. I'm trying to stop. Um, uh, in, in, in terms of things that I have been catching up on, um, I watched the, I watched nine ep- or eight episodes of Attack on Titan season two, ins- oh, inspired snap. by Kevin's binging of mm-hmm. the season series. Um, man, that show is just fucking. Like I said in the group chat, I think I just said the word bonkers. I don't know, but like, <laughs> man, I just. <laughs> I haven't heard that so word in good. a very long time. It's but that's so a great good, way to describe but, like, it. It is so re- weird too. Like, what's weird about it? <laughs> things like the the titan the they're also it's so weird like yeah they're so the uncanny valley looking titan faces they're 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 like goofy looking and they're weird and childish and like there's the the ones that are like uh i don't know i don't want to talk about spoilers or anything but there's like why not it's been because because (laughs) i feel like the show has you just shouldn't really like say anything of you know like yeah you really want people to have those what the fuck moments when they see it for the first time yeah and there's a lot of those like there's just an endless stream of what the fuck moments Mm. (laughs) um well i like that a lot it's a really good show if you haven't watched attack on titan you should watch it um it's who's your favorite character 
I would I would say my favorite character is um Man, I forget her name, but she's like the scientist. Not the potato girl. No, uh, the scientist. The one that Yeah, Haji. Yeah. yeah. Where she she names the Titans. Yeah, she would probably be like number one or two for me too. Who's she's the like Levi's, character? She's Levi's second in command, I think. Who is the beachiest character? Levi. Mm. Levi's pretty beachy. Levi is the beachiest. What's his name? The blonde guy. Irvin. Yeah. Commander Irvin. Oh he's yeah, pretty he's, he's too. pretty up there too. Is Aaron oh. beachy? He's, he's at he's times. His <laughs> moments. Meanwhile, Levi is a hundred percent beachy all the time. Not for like the last half of season three is Aaron very bishy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just really what, interested to see, like what the um, <laughs> no what revelations knows. will eventually come in the further I watch the show. I mean, feels like it's gonna have some big shit happen. Eventually. It's just one of those shows that just gives literally you more a Titan takes that a they huge dump. <laughs> <laughs> right over the wall. <laughs> it's the biggest They're like, shit. <laughs> they don't address that. <laughs> yeah, they, they do. do. They, they, do. Oh, they, they do. specifically do that they yeah. just don't. So they just be like, it's an abnormal. It has a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> it's all buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, not out of the question. <laughs> Something else that uh, I've been trying <laughs> to uh, <laughs> that's taken me a while to to watch. Uh, it's a show that was on TBS called The Alienist. Um, <laughs> the what? Oh, it's good. It's the really Alienist. Good. It came out in last year. Last year, and it's taken me basically like a whole year to watch ten episodes. Um, it takes place in. Uh, early 1900s New York, where we have like um, Teddy Roosevelt is the police commissioner, and John C. Riley is <laughs> a gang York. leader. Hey, no, check um... it out! There's a murder here. <laughs> Look at that but, range. Um, so this is a serialized show, like a yeah, yeah fiction yeah, yeah. show. Um, because the follows... alienist sounds like one of those terrible yeah, like alien well, hunter. It's, a, it's an old term that they basically used for before, like the like psychologists came out like people who were afflicted by mental illness were assumed to be alienated from their true identity so that people who studied them were called alienists this is so fucking disappointing to me now. yeah it has I nothing it to do C. with Riley aliens it's aliens. not science fictiony or weird or anything it's like a straightforward like detectives are looking into murders Hey, check it out. It's a plasma grenade. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it, it stars um, Daniel Bru, who is from... Good pronunciation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> from uh, Civil War, he played... Uh, man, he had a goofy name in that. Um, he played uh, you can do it. I believe in you. Oh, I believe man. in you. I'll have to make a couple clicks here. <laughs> Zemo, Zemo, yeah, <laughs> he was the evil psychologist who 
turn the Winter Soldier into a, uh, you know, Humanitarian candidate in him. <laughs> and um, it also uh, uh, surprised Star is Dakota Fanning, who um, she plays like one of the first female, um, rep- like, uh, I don't know, I guess you call it like a secretary or something for the police department. First female secretary. Well, what an we, honor. They didn't hire women, you know. What a trailblazer. Um, but yeah, it, it's a uh, really, really good show. It, it kind of um, goes into some pretty dark places and uh, explores mental states and, you know, you know, some good old-fashioned serial killer thriller. Nice. If you're into a very straightforward police procedural, like, dark show, it's it's quite good. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's interesting to see, um, like, a man from history, Teddy Roosevelt, who we kind of see as, like... Uh, a man from history. <laughs> We're all men from history. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's, he's sort of seen as like a, a more a powerful presidential figure you know like he's remembered easily um he's iconic with the you know his look but like in this show he's kind of um he's not necessarily so revered as we revere him now through history but he's kind of like do people revere teddy roosevelt in this day and age well, you know what I mean? Like, he, he's a, a popular historical presidential figure. It's true. I am voting Bull Moose in the next election. <laughs> like, Bully! Bully you for know, you. Like, Bully for you. Exactly. He, yeah, I mean, kinda... you know who he is and, can and like, know some of his catchphrases. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's more than you can say about half of our presidents. Right. I don't know. Or at least, like... I do a pretty I mean William McKinley. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, you know, because he's kind of um, losing a little bit of, of grips with the police department because there's all these um, boy whore murders and, you know. Like what this... did you call them? <laughs> boy, uh, boy whore. Uh, Sounds like a crazy show. That's what they call them in the show. I know, but you shouldn't. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weird way to go about it. Well, it's it, it like a whole kind of um, neighborhood in this whole area in New York is just kind of like yeah, falling apart because, because of, you know, these murders. It's really interesting. It's a period piece, you know. You, I like yeah. it. Um, How many seasons are there? One. It's a straight, okay. it's like a one story. Beginning, wow. middle, end, done. Wow, that does yeah. not happen. It happens I think a they're lot, making actually. another series. Like another season. Um, well, fuck you, off. Matt. In this one, they do fight aliens. <laughs> they just go, they just dive right into it. it turns out, up. turns out, all these prostitutes were actually aliens. All these boy whores were <laughs> all aliens. These boy whores <laughs> from Planet Boy Whore. Um, <laughs> a, a movie that that took me that that kind of took me back. Uh, uh, it felt like a good throwback, a goodness, um, little nostalgia trip. Uh, triple threat. What? Um, 
Oh, I thought a, this is a new movie. I thought you were going to say. It's a new movie, but it feels like it came out of a different time. You said a lot about nostalgia, so I got really confused. Well, because it has, <laughs> it has like, uh, Tony Jaa and, you know. Did he find his elephant? There is not a whole lot of elephants in this one. Yeah, yeah. but how many knees go into but, people's um, faces? It, it has, it's called Triple Threat because it stars three pretty insane um, martial Man? artists. You have Tony Jaa. Tiger Hu Chen and Iko Uwais. Um, and Tony Jaa is from this film series Ong Bak, where he does a, you know, he has kind of like a. a well, he's uh, Muay Thai. Yeah, Muay yeah. Thai. He has like, his standard moves where he flies through the air and knees people in the face. And <laughs> um, Tiger Wu Chen had, he worked with Keanu Reeves as a stunt coordinator on a lot of his movies, worked with him on The Matrix. And. Um, he has like his own movie, um, Master of Tai Chi, and that I thought movie, that starred Keanu Reeves. It does star Keanu Reeves. I was getting to that. Oh, I did see that movie. That <laughs> there are awesome. other people in that movie. Yeah, but well, well, Tiger Wu Chen is like the star of it. But like Keanu Reeves, the movie's what? great because he plays like a campy martial arts movie villain. And Wait, yeah. so he's Keanu Reeves is not the star of that movie? No. Yeah. Wow. He's the villain. It's awesome. Yeah. I had no idea. You should watch it. It's hmm? really good. Huh. And then um, uh, Iko Oe is, is from the sensational two movies, The Raid and uh, The Raid 2, oh, so which good. are quite possibly like two of the best action movies of all time. And his fighting they style are... is a hammer. His fighting style is just beat the shit out of you or shoot the shit out of you. <laughs> it's like an Indonesian style of martial art, but yeah, it's uh, it's really boxy and close. Yeah, let's but, rank the best martial arts movies of all time. I'm gonna say oh the God. raid. <laughs> um, yeah, the raid is definitely one of. Yeah, like, I'm just gonna agree with you. Yeah, it's Kung Pao three times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rush Hour three. Crank <laughs> two. That's not a martial arts film. Let's just yes, Jason Statham. Jason Statham does coke and then kicks people. That's a martial <laughs> arts style. But uh, the, an interesting note about this movie is Tony Jaw is playing like not a one-dimensional person who just wants to protect elephants. I don't believe you. <laughs> Which it, gotta be I, I only say that somewhere. because like the two movies he's in that are in separate kind of universes in a way he plays like literally the same character. <laughs> in Ungbok is he protecting elephants? In Ungbok he's protecting the the Buddhist sure. statue. Yeah, the Oh, but yeah. then in the protector he's protecting the elephant. It's just like essentially the same MacGuffin, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> That's the one that has the weird order, where two is like yeah, the last one. Well, no, it, like Ungbok is just like in present day, and then like for some reason Ungbok two and three take place like five hundred years in yeah, the past. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, but like, yeah, and this one was cool because it has those those three powerhouse martial artists, and you yeah, know they each awesome. kind of are. You know when they fight, like it kind of like you know their style shines through. You know, yeah. And How does this compare to the raid? It's a lot more lighthearted, and um, damn, 
it's how many uh, kids get kinda, shot? It's it's more on, on the lines of like Angbok because it is a little campy and the story is just kind of like you you're just kind of like waiting for the next fight to happen. <laughs> is it better than IP Man? Hmm. Yes. <laughs> oh wow! It is. It is, okay. it is better like than IP, IP Man. Man. IP Man is pretty out. good. The third one, not so much. Hmm. With Mike Tyson. <laughs> is Mike Tyson really in that movie? Yes. What's he doing? Fighting it, man. Yeah. <laughs> really? Thinking his boxing is better than he his must have punching. been fifty by then. Yes, it's it's really weird. It doesn't make any sense that like. Okay. And yeah, it's like. Okay. Is he talking like this all the time? Yes. <laughs> he doesn't even try to be a different person. <laughs> I'm going to get. I'm going to make an orphan of your uh, children, IP man. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how many masks do you give it? Triple threat. Um, I'd give it a good six. So, like wow. with the raid being ten out of ten mats. I don't know if it would be ten Two out of ten because like martial arts raids can only kind of get so high. Oh, you are such a salty, salty boy. All right. <laughs> so at Fine. least like the raid is a good eight to nine mats. I don't think you could get a full ten. <laughs> but, Got anything else going on? Uh, well, I mean, I'm a little uh, ashamed to talk about the next thing because you guys like to kink shame me. What with my <laughs> how I get hyped for things. Um, okay. I've been getting hyped for Endgame. We know that. Been I rewatched a lot of Marvel movies. Which ones have you rewatched? Um in this order, I watched <laughs> Avengers. Got it. Uh, Avengers 2 Age Ultron. Then I watched um Captain America Civil War. And then, the best Marvel movie? Yes, that is the best Marvel movie. Uh, I don't know. Is it Winter Soldier's also really Winter good. Soldier? Well, that's what I'd say. It's since it's a direct kind of like sequel to Winter Soldier. Like they're both kind of like, uh, you know, like it kind of like it's kind of like continuing like story. what happens from Winter Soldier. Even though Winter Soldier is like really good, has, has some of the best action. Yeah. In terms of like one on one fights. Mm-hmm. Um. That knife flip. And then I watched. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which I th- I don't think I've seen since it like came out. So it was like kind of kind of good to rewatch that. Um and then uh Infinity War. So I- I'm ready to go. Okay. Nice. What's your favorite Marvel movie? Um right now I would probably say Infinity War because it's pretty crazy and it has a lot of good moments with a lot of the characters like how the guardians were worked into the the rest of the 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 people and stuff was really good um i really like all the spider-man stuff like some of the best spider-man action on scene Mm -hmm. um the doctor strange versus thanos fight is really fucking cool and um there's just a lot of really crazy eyegasmy shit happening. What's your guys' uh, favorite Marvel movies? I'd probably have to say Endgame. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, <laughs> wow, Kevin. 
<laughs> Kevin's just like, I haven't even seen it yet. I know it's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, all my all my chips on the table for asking. <laughs> I'm just going to take all my eggs and put them in this basket Kevin's over playing here. his own dead game here. <laughs> I mean, Infinity War. <laughs> Because, yeah, like, it's one of those where it's, like, just totally inaccessible for somebody who's coming in with that as their first movie. But, like, for us, where that's definitely not, we've seen all of them, if not, you know, missing one or two. Like, they did such a good job of tying 20-plus <laughs> fucking characters <laughs> together. I remember like laughing when I heard that they were going to make a Thor movie (laughs) and like, I was like, how in the fuck are they going to make Thor into like a successful Hollywood blockbuster character? To be fair, they really didn't until like Avengers and well, yeah, until Joss Whedon. Uh, Yeah. But like, like still, I do not like those Thor movies. No, all. the first two Thor movies are no, definitely I, yeah. like the yeah. ones I don't that I. Think anyone's big on Thor one and two. I think I've only seen them like Especially once. Especially not two. Like I don't think I'll ever kind of go back and be like I want to rewatch those. So, what about you, Ben? No, I said Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. It's. I'm with it, Ben. I think. I think the it's. Good. It, Winter yeah. Soldier holds up on its own. Which is really exactly nice. Winter Soldier could be a movie on its own, you know. I I like I said I think it's the I think it's like the best one, but like right now, like my favorite one is Infinity War, which I think you can also like you can have something that is the best versus something that's your favorite. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One's getting what your. What are they gonna do after the Endgame? One? Are they just like we're done? We already seen trailers for Spider-Man. Yeah, and then they already have sequels planned. Uh, Guardians 3, Black Panther 2, uh, Doctor Strange 2. Um, I would like them to actually do a fucking, like, another, like, straight-up standalone Hulk movie instead of just making him, like, a side character and everything. Even though they, they should, can't, because Paramount's weird dicks. Oh, right. <laughs> They should weird. make a Hulk movie that stars a CGI version of Stan Lee. <laughs> Do you think there'll Where be CGI the Stan Lee cameos? Yeah. No, he, the whole movie is just a CGI Stan Lee using the Princess Leia technology, Leia tech. No, but and then, <laughs> Do you actually do you think though that there will be like CGI Stan Lee cameos in movies forever? After Absolutely. Ant- I bet they've recorded his lines before he died on his deathbed. He's going you know, to be flossing in the next one. Yeah. <laughs> or what they might do is like do the reverse of your suggestion, Matt, where they like have Danny DeVito mocap him. <laughs> He's just short. Yeah. He's like squashed. squashed. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's <laughs> You get the whole thing from like Red Dead One when the like a man like model would be ra- like a man texture would be wrapped around the cougar model. Yeah. <laughs> but with Stan Lee and Danny DeVito. Yeah. This is his like Yeah. Excelsior.